the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. KSLR is proud to feature our Church of the Week. Our desire is that you'll get to know the pastors and churches in our community and find a church you and your family can call home. Here's the host of the Church of the Week program, Director of Ministry Development, Mark Longoria. Thank you very much for joining us today. I'm Mark Longoria, Director of Ministry Development here at AM630 KSLR. You're listening to The Word in South Texas, and uh, this particular program is called The Church of the Week. We like to feature a church every week. We like to give you, our listeners, an opportunity to to uh, listen to different pastors that are working uh, here in San Antonio and the surrounding area, giving you an opportunity to um, take a look at what's going on, what God is doing in their church and in their community. And uh, we hope that if you don't have a local church that you belong to, that you will um, you will tune in and you will uh, also go by and visit the pastor and get to know him in person, visit the church. Today, we are uh, here in the studio with Pastor Charles Johansson. He is a pastor over at San Pedro Church of Christ um, uh, here off of uh, Jackson Keller in San Antonio. Pastor, welcome to the studio. Thank you. It's thank, good to be here. Thank you so much for coming out and being here with us. We want to, everybody just to know who you are, first of all. So before we start talking about everything that's going on in the church and what God is doing there, let's just kind of personalize it and let them know who is Charles Johansson. Oh, wow. <laughs> well, I, uh, just to give you a little bit of a background of, uh, of uh, a little bit about my history is that uh, I'm a graduate of Texas A&M University. All right, and we'll then, forgive you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Go <good>. Aggies! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, then I went on to uh, Abilene Christian University and got my um, a master's degree in Bible. Excellent. In uh, biblical literature. And then uh, went to um, Divine, and I was the pulpit minister there in Divine, which is about 35 miles south on uh, on I-35 going mm-hmm. towards Laredo, uh, just right outside of San Antonio. I, uh, I preached there for uh, four years. And then there was the opening for uh, to be, to become the director of the uh, Church of Christ Student Center at San Antonio College, mm. and also an associate minister of the San Pedro Church of Christ. Mm-hmm. And so in 1987, um, uh, I came to San Pedro, and then uh, for 11 years, uh, I was the director of the uh, Bible Chair at San Antonio College, which okay. was a great work. I enjoyed that so much because mm. I was working with college age kids, yeah. and uh, you know they're so you know they're. You know, imp- impressionable and sure. and uh, but they uh, just a a great age, you know, to work with. Mm-hmm. And so I enjoyed that. I did that for eleven years, and then I became the pulpit minister of San Pedro uh, back in nineteen ninety eight. And then so I've been with them ever since. And so I've been with the congregation for twenty five years. Twenty five years. Yeah. Wow. So you've seen a lot of change in not only the city but even there in the church. You've seen a lot of a lot of things that are going on. Yes, lots yeah. of change. Lots of growth here in the city and expansion mm-hmm. and. Uh, so you guys are off of Jackson Keller. Yes, that's off of uh, near where uh, San Pedro and Jackson Keller. San Pedro, which is Jackson. right behind Grady's Restaurant. There's a plug for them. I All guess. right, there you go. <laughs> good, uh, good place to uh, to go eat and good place to eat your spiritual food over at the church and then go eat over there. Right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Very good. Well, uh, tell us uh, what is going on at the church. I know you've been there already for a while, so um, tell me about some of the different ministries and just let everybody know everything that's going on there at the church. Well, we have uh, a uh, uh, youth ministry, 
which is a, um, I believe is vibrant. Mm-hmm. And, um, and uh, we have a youth director there, youth minister there named Rob Dennis. Mm-hmm. And uh, right now at this present moment, they are involved in work camp uh, this week, uh, which, uh, uh, which our young people, along with young people of uh, various churches of Christ here in town, they go out and they uh, go to different homes that are in need of work. Mm. And, um, and they uh, ameliorate and just make things, you know, whatever is needed, mm-hmm. you know, at that specific home, then uh, they work uh, there uh, and until, they, until they help and until they finish Is this it. something you guys do uh, annually? It's some, yes, Leave. absolutely. We've yeah. been involved in this probably, I don't know how many years it's been, maybe 10 years or something yeah. like that we've been uh, doing this. But yeah. it's been going on for a long time. All right. Tell them about your children's ministry. Well, we have a, a children's Bible hour. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, um, and, of course, we have activities for them as well. Uh, we participated with you at KSLR yes. uh, for uh, Morgan's Wonderland Park That's right. uh, in the Easter egg hunt. Yeah. And just really enjoyed that. And awesome. all of our young people, uh, people uh, came for that and attended that and helped out and uh, did a great job. And, yeah. and so we really, really just uh, love being a part of that. Yeah. What about and, the adults? What's going on there? And we have uh, adults. Uh, we have a group called the Silver Threads. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> and uh, they do different uh, works within the community, uh, and uh, you know different charitable works, and uh, also uh, have activities with each other, and and um, uh, get you know they uh, they collect clothing and, and food and things of this nature uh, to give out to uh, mm-hmm. certain organizations that are in need of it. Yeah, but uh, but uh, so it's an active group. So mm-hmm. uh, those are the. Those are the active groups that we have right now at San Pedro. When did you know you were going to pastor? At what point in your life? Did oh, you know? I, uh, my father, uh, he was a uh, kind of a, um, a roaming minister. Okay. Uh, and he would go to a congregation that was in need of a minister, and he would stay there until they were able to hire somebody full time. Okay. But they always, you know, just loved his preaching so much. They probably, you know, they would keep him for about two years. And yeah. so every Sunday, uh, I would go with him to these different places uh, in this, in South Texas. Mm-hmm. We lived. Well, I was born and raised in Alice, Texas, and so we would go to different places like Robstown and Benavides and Hebronville and. Um, uh, just all the surrounding uh, towns, towns in in the valley yeah. uh, that uh, he would go to and he would preach. And so that's really what uh, sparked my interest at the beginning was to be like him. Yeah. And uh, and so that's what I pursued. And so I, I uh, got my degree, my undergraduate degree in sociology at Texas A&M, mm-hmm. you know, with that in mind. Yeah. You had to use that as a stepping stone to become a minister. Wow. So now take us through the process of how you actually get this idea and you, I know you start you, you go through your education, but how do you how do you transform from being a, a college student and learning theology, learning uh, divinity, or whatever it is you, you studied in particular, into okay, I'm going to take my first job as a pastor. How did how did it work out for you? Well, yeah, there are when you when you take when I had my first position uh, while I was attending A and M, I preached two years in Navasota. As as a college student mm. uh, there, and uh, so I had, as far as preaching was concerned, uh, you know, I had quite a bit of experience before I took my first full time ministry oh, yeah. job mm-hmm. uh, in Divine, mm-hmm. and I was also I'd also preached at different congregations in Houston because I lived in Houston for four years before I went to Divine, uh, and uh, and so that gave me quite a bit of experience of that, but that does not teach you in how to. Um, uh, to approach people, love people, yeah. care for people, be concerned for people, mm. 
help them in any way that you possibly can, counsel them. Yeah. Uh, that doesn't prepare you for that. Hmm. And the way that you learn from that is by doing it. Being with the people. Is by being with the people and, uh, and, uh, and loving that work. Somebody once yeah. said that to be a shepherd, you've got to smell like your sheep. Right. You've got to be there well, with them. I, well, I agree with that 100%. And so I, that's something that I started doing. I, I started going to hospitals and visiting the sick. And uh, I started going to uh, people that were confined to their home and started visiting them. Uh, I started uh, counseling people that were in, uh, they had a need. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and just one thing just led to another as far as uh, gaining that experience mm-hmm. uh, in all those different areas. Yeah. And to me, that's where the work is. Yeah. You know, I believe that, you know, most people can get up and deliver a talk. Right. In the pulpit. But really, it's getting down, you know, and, uh, and ministering to people is where the Lord wants you to be. To be the mouthpiece and the hands and feet of Jesus here on earth. Right. And reaching out those, to those folks. So what is your, what is your main focus? Uh, I know that we've all been given the same commandment and the same great commission, um, but uh, the Bible speaks of every joint supplying. And so uh, one ministry could be really devoted towards missions. Another one could be really devoted towards the prophetic word. Another one towards, I don't know, huge on children's uh, mm-hmm. academics and things like that. What is it that uh, that uh, San Pedro Church of Christ is really kind of focused on? Our focus is for, uh, you know, just as you mentioned, as far as evangelism is concerned, mm-hmm. is that every single person, you know, have the opportunity to hear about Jesus Christ. Yeah. But my focus is that those that are at San Pedro, that we will all be together in heaven in the presence of God yeah. forever and ever. Right. That is my main focus. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's uh, that is that is my desire. Yeah, is for all of us to be together. As far as the community, there were year, years ago uh, uh, we were we were faced with the decision of whether or not we were going to stay in that community where we are right now inside Loop 410, mm-hmm. or whether or not we were going to go outside Loop 410, go to 1604, and you know as other as other um, congregations have done right. and have grown tremendously. You know, and mm-hmm. uh, we were faced with that. You know, do we? Do we leave? Do we sell the building? Do we sell the property? And we go and uh, find someplace else to be, you know, for the church at San Pedro. And mm-hmm. we decided to stay there because there needed to be a church there in that mm-hmm. community, in that area. And we have been there uh, since, you know, not all the way back in the early 60s. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so we made that decision. And, mm-hmm. that w- and that is to stay right there yeah. and to be in that community. And That's so awesome. we want to be a light. Our, our main focus is to be a light to that community mm-hmm. and to... Um, and to be a, to be a congregation that uh, another focus of ours is to be a congregation that is that is known for their their love, mm-hmm. that is known for their concern and their compassion that they have towards others. Yeah, uh, and and fulfilling their needs. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, how do you personally measure success? Um, how do you measure a successful? Uh, year, how do you measure a successful church service on mm-hmm. Sunday when you're done with your with your service? What do you look at? What do you take a step back and and take a look at to to say, you know what, job well done. This was a this was a productive service. This was a productive year, or the opposite. How do you measure that? Well, I know different people measure things differently, if you will, mm-hmm. and I know that sometimes success is measured by numbers. Other times, you know, it is it is measured by 
the building itself, how, you know, yeah. uh, the amenities in right. a building and, and things of that nature. Um, uh, but I measure success as far as, you know, was God and his son, Jesus Christ, were they glorified mm-hmm. that day? Were they honored? Uh, did people have an open heart? Did they receive it? Did they take it in? Uh, did they apply it to their life? Those are very important questions to ask. Yes. And to me, you know, if at the end of the day, you know, uh, through prayer, if that has been accomplished, then to me that that defines success. That's way more important than how many people are hanging around the coffee pot over in our our coffee. Yes. (laughs) Fellowship is great. Yes, it is. You know, and that's something that we should emphasize when we do at San Pedro is uh, fellowship. And and certainly we have – uh, you know, uh, you know, we we eat together quite a bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we, I eat every day. Yes, well, <laughs> I mean, you know, we have fellowship dinners, you know, there at the church, and uh, um, anyway, in fact, we have one every uh, first Sunday of the month. Yeah, you know, with each other, and uh, and of course, you know, people invite their friends, which is good, and uh, and it's a time of um, of just being with each other, you know, having uh, fun, laughter, fellowship with one another and to me that's that's extremely important but when it comes down you know to success it's whether or not people have been convicted in their heart mm-hmm. and have dedicated their life to christ yeah and their goal is to be in heaven and their goal is to take others with them that's to right. me that is that's what dis- defines success in the life of a christian yeah you mentioned that um people bring their friends um you mentioned about going to heaven and having others come with us. Mm-hmm. Um, I think sometimes in today's society, in, in our Western culture, uh, or the Western church, we, um, we come to Christ, we begin our discipleship, we like what we've got, we like the new fellowship, the new friends that we've got, and okay, so we fixed our life, God fixed our life, and we're trying to live according to the Scripture now. Mm-hmm. But a lot of the times, I think we forget that we've been given the Great Commission. And and I've seen sometimes where, uh, just an observation, where sometimes we get, we become kind of like fat cats. Mm-hmm. We we love our, our subculture so much that it almost becomes a clique in society. And uh, we, how, how do we break out of that to reach out to the community and say, hey, listen, we're not this uh, group of holy rollers that are so different from you and so much better than you. We're just, uh, uh, you know, we're just people that are seeking God and uh, trying to better our lives through Jesus Christ, and we'd like for you to join us. How do we, how do we best approach that to get out there and reach our friends and family and neighbors and coworkers with the gospel of Jesus Christ? Well, it takes a theme. It takes a goal. Uh, I believe that um, it, it begins with the minister. Yeah. That, uh, you know, that he is not caught up into entertainment. Yeah. That he's not caught up in, you know, to, you know, what can we, to meet the needs, to meet the uh, physical needs. Mm-hmm. So, you know, uh, of the people, but to meet their spiritual needs, that has to be the number one goal. Yeah. But I believe that what has happened in our culture at this present time is that we're more focused on entertainment mm. and that, uh, and that people are, um, you know, that their, um, you know, that their physical needs, uh, their emotional needs, their, their feelings are not being hurt. Their feelings 
you know, the needs of their feelings are being met rather than just their hearts and their lives are being met Mm -hmm. through the Word of God. So I believe our number one priority, at least it is for me, and that is to preach the truth. Yeah. And to preach God's Word and to stay with that and to stay with that only. Mm-hmm. And I believe that what is happening is that we're not doing that. We're uh, A lot of times we're doing everything but preach the Word. Mm-hmm. Come on. <laughs> it's the Word of God that's going to save us in the last day. That's right. And it's not going to be anything else. That's it's right. not going to be any of the, uh, the amenities or anything that we have. Uh, the amelioration of a, uh, of a building, uh, even though that that's good, and we want we want to we want to meet the needs right. of certain of all the ages in the congregation. Mm-hmm. There's no doubt about that. But the spiritual needs have to be the number one priority. Yeah, you've been listening to Pastor Charles Johansson. He is a pastor over San Pedro Church of Christ, um, that is uh, located at thir- at three eleven Jackson Keller. Let me say that again. That's located at three eleven Jackson Keller. If you'd like to get a hold of Pastor Charles, you can do so by giving him a call at 210-215-4354. Again, that number is area code 210-215-4354. We invite you to uh, check them out. Uh, They've got their morning class on Sundays at 9 a.m. with morning worship beginning at 10 a.m. Evening worship begins at 5 p.m. and then the Wednesday Bible study at 7 p.m. You can find out more information also online at uh, if you just take the entire name of San Pedro Church of Christ San Antonio and just use that acronym that will be spcocsa.org again that's the acronym for San Pedro Church of Christ San Antonio it's www.spcocsa.org pastor when you um when you take a look at the church and you kind of see what God's been doing and how he's been ministering to the people uh, where do you see San Pedro Church of Christ going um, spiritually, and I don't know, just what do you see God doing in the lives of those people in the future? Well, I, I believe that we are where we are right now uh, through the providence of God. Yes. Uh, and I believe that in uh, my own individual life, uh, as well as the lives of, the, uh, of those who are there at San Pedro. And certainly we want to, uh, we want to increase that number. Yeah. Now, it's not to say that I'm just totally against number because I'm not. Right. Yeah. Neither <laughs> is know. Jesus. Right? <laughs> That's exactly yeah. right. Uh, he wants more for the kingdom of God. He yeah. wants more for the kingdom of God. And. And so, uh, you know, that's our main focus, and that is to grow, to grow, fit, to grow numerically and to grow spiritually mm-hmm. uh, together a- as a family. We, uh, that's one of the things I emphasize over and over again at San Pedro is that we are a family yeah. uh, together, and uh, we're brothers and sisters of Christ, uh, sons and daughters of his. Yeah. And together we are, uh, we are helping each other yeah. and picking each other up and carrying, carrying um, one another's burdens yeah. and uh, praying for one another and loving each other and just... Um, Helping each other to grow in every way, and and so that is my, you know, th- that's really what our uh, hopefully our focus is, yeah. and that is is that we grow in every way in our lives. And many times people um, pass through through the outside through, of the church. They drive by there perhaps every day. Have never stopped in. So if mm-hmm. someone's listening today that says, "I know exactly where that church is," um, can you give us a sneak peek as to what what can someone expect when they walk in through the doors? What is part of the culture? What is what are they going to see? What are they going to see? What are they going to experience uh, over at San Pedro Church of Christ? Well, um, they're going to be uh, met by a person who greets them um, behind a kiosk, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. and uh, and they're going to be handed a bulletin, 
and they will uh, any questions that they have those questions will be answered and mm-hmm. if the one that is there cannot answer them this she will or he will get somebody who can mm-hmm. and uh, they will be greeted by other people as well mm-hmm. uh, to welcome them because anyone and everyone is welcomed at uh, San Pedro yeah. and um, then they will um, uh, our, then we will have a cl- we have classes for all ages and those classes begin at 9 and end at 9.45. Mm-hmm. And then we start our worship service at 10 a.m. Mm-hmm. And there we will have uh, singing and praying. And take, we take the Lord's Supper every first day of the week. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, uh, uh, so, they will be, uh, so we will be doing that. Tell me about your worship service. Well, we, uh, uh, we start off with, um, with announcements. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, then we, and then from there we have singing. Mm-hmm. Uh, in our singing, we, uh, uh, we sing a cappella. We sing without instruments. Mm-hmm. And um, and uh, we sing with one voice. Is it more traditional or contemporary? Is it more hymns? Uh, it's a combination of both. Okay. Yeah, it's a combination of both. Yeah. Uh, we have uh, the songs in our songbook has both contemporary songs as well as the, the uh, traditional songs. Okay. And um, and so we sing. You know, we sing both. Mm-hmm. And and so we we have singing, and then we uh, and then we uh, take the Lord's Supper, mm-hmm. and then. Uh, and then after the Lord's, so we have a scripture reading, mm-hmm. and then I get up and I preach. Tell me about your preaching. What type of sermons, uh, not necessarily the different topics and things you've been teaching, but kind of your style of, of teaching? Well, I kind of get a little bit animated in a sense to where I get excited. Yeah. Uh, I, I, uh, I love preaching. Yeah. And so I think that people are able to see the joy that, that's in me mm-hmm. when I do preach mm-hmm. and the excitement um, in fact, this last Sunday morning, I preached on uh, zeal and I preached on enthusiasm. Oh, so and I gotta, used uh, yeah. actually I used a man that is often overlooked uh, as one of the apostles. He was referred to as Simon the Zealot, uh-huh. and uh, uh-huh. <laughs> I talked about him and yeah. that the Lord chose him not because of he who he was at the time that he chose him, but. Uh, because of uh, who the Lord knew that he would become mm-hmm. uh, sometime in the future. And uh, and so he was a man who was uh, certainly had to be enthusiastic in what he did, even though it was for the wrong purpose and the wrong cause. Yeah. And then Jesus just uh, transformed him and transitioned him into the right direction. Wow. But he still had that enthusiasm. He still had that zeal. He yeah. still had that joy in his life. And so I want people to see that. When I do preach, yeah. that uh, also that I am convicted with the things that I am teaching and preaching, mm-hmm. that uh, I am preaching truth, but I'm preaching it in, in such a way to where uh, people can apply it to their lives yeah. and live in the Christian life and having a greater faith uh, in God through Jesus Christ. Yeah. So. What do you say to the person that says, well, uh, you know, I haven't been to church in a long time. Uh, and when I did go to church, uh, I was a Catholic or I used to be. I used to go with my mom to the Baptist church or to the Methodist church. Uh, mm-hmm. What do you say to that person that's thinking about possibly stepping into into the church, but, uh, you know, is kind of nervous about doing that? Well, you know, the thing is, is that people are nervous. There's no doubt about that, especially in, uh, in what you have just described, uh, for not knowing what's going to come next. Yeah. Or just um, uh, they haven't been there in uh, quite some time, and so they don't know what to do. They don't know, you know, how to, you know, uh, you know, as far as our worship is concerned, and uh, and but once they begin to come on a regular basis, and they get more comfortable, mm-hmm. and they uh, and they meet people, and then they are able to openly, you know, communicate yeah. to those people. Yeah. Uh, then 
a lot of that nervousness that they had at the beginning then begins to uh, fade away yeah. and altogether fa- vanish. And so uh, and because of that, you know, but anybody who comes to the San Pedro Church of Christ, they, uh, I will meet them mm-hmm. and I will talk to them and I will encourage them. Uh, to come back at every opportunity that they have. Mm-hmm. And if they want to know more about the San Pedro Church of Christ, I will sit down with them. I will buy their lunch. I will take them out to eat. And That's I'll great. sit down and, and talk to them. And any question that they have about uh, about anything, whether it's our worship or, or, um, or you know, about the San Pedro uh, Church, yeah. uh, what we believe and things from, from God's Word, um, then uh, then I, I hope that I, am, I put them in a... Um, in a very relaxed situation where they can uh, where they can talk freely mm-hmm. and ask questions and uh, then have the desire to want to be part of us. Good. Well, why don't you take this closing minute to uh, just invite, just, just extend an invitation out there to everyone in our airwaves that is, that is listening in and uh, have them come out to your church. Well, first of all, I just want to thank Mark uh, for asking me to, uh, to be a part of this and to be here and uh, have an opportunity to uh, talk with him. But I do want to invite anyone that is looking for a congregation because I believe that there are many people here in San Antonio that are not going to church. Yeah. And uh, I want to invite you to come visit the San Pedro Church of Christ, uh, which is uh, right there on the corner of San Pedro and Jackson Keller. And uh, I would love to meet you and have the opportunity to uh, to talk with you, uh, talk to you. Uh, so I just want to invite you to come. All right. Well, there you have it, folks. That was uh, Pastor Charles Johansson uh, over from uh, San Pedro Church of Christ here in San Antonio. Uh, the phone number there is 210-215-4354. Again, area code 210-215-4354. Uh, the address is 311 Jackson Keller here in San Antonio. Uh, they've got morning class on Sunday. It at start, at, starts at 9 a.m. Morning worship begins at 10 a.m. Evening worship is at 5 p.m. on Sunday. And you can also catch them on Wednesdays for Bible study at 7 p.m. To find out more information about them online, you can uh, also go to spcocsa.org. Just remember the whole name, San Pedro Church of Christ San Antonio. That's spcocsa.org. OCSA.org. Pastor, once again, thank you so much for being here with us. We appreciate your time. Thank you for uh, coming out here and telling us all about the church. Thank you. Thank you very much. God bless. Thank you for joining us today as we featured the AM630 KSLR Church of the Week. We hope that during this past half hour, you've got a chance to get to know the pastor and learn something about their church. We encourage you to get involved in your local community church. If you would like to nominate your pastor to be featured on an upcoming Church of the Week program, submit your nominations at kslr.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.